I'm Amy. And I'm Christine. Homeschool Coffee Talk is your place to come for encouragement and support for the everyday homeschool mom. Come grab your coffee and hang out with us as we chat about all things homeschooling. Welcome everyone to episode two of Homeschool Coffee Talk. We are live. And um, so being live, that means we, we are homeschool moms and we may have kiddos coming in and out um, and dogs barking or whatever. <laughs> um, so welcome to our awesome chaos. We are so happy to have you guys joining us. Um, what are we talking about in episode two today? We are talking about back to homeschool time and how to keep it relaxed and simple and fun and enjoyable for all. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because you guys started last week, right? Yes, we did. We did. Started last Monday. And I know a lot of people are starting back to homeschool around now. Um, even if you're year-round homeschoolers like we are, which we'll get to, right? Um, and or they're starting very soon. So we thought this would be a great time to chat about back to homeschooling and how you can just really enjoy it and not put too much pressure on yourself or your kids with it. Yeah. So we are actually finishing last year's still through next week because um, we also homeschool year round. And then we are going to take it easy for a few weeks and we are going to start traveling for the whole month of September. So our back to school this year is going to look so much different than other years. Um, but yeah, like we're going to just pick up and just keep going and have an adventure with our back to school. So, that sounds <laughs> so it's going to be different. It's going to be a really different back to school for us, but that's when we're going to officially kind of promote to the next grade. Cause that's what back to school is for us is more of a promotion and still just getting excited that, yay, you're in this next grade. It's so exciting. Yeah. And we normally do a back to homeschool breakfast. Um, so this year, I think we'll still do it because they really look forward to their muffins. And it's the only time of year that I make these muffins um, mm -hmm. just to keep it special. Um, and so I think when we get home, we'll do a formal back to homeschool breakfast, even though we'll already be like over a month into our new grades. So, hey, okay. yeah. And that's just it. I think it's like staying flexible with it and, you know, making it exciting for you and the kids. So like throwing in a few little extras um, and something, just something different makes it yeah. really cool. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. Um, and that's something that, um, we've always tried to do is making it be exciting with our back to homeschool breakfast. And, um, which we didn't used to do that, but now my oldest is like, like we need our muffins. I remember last year I had the baby, baby was one month old and I was just like, can we just like do without the muffins this year? And he was like, I, I really want the muffins, but that's okay. And my husband took the baby and was like, Aww. you need to go in the kitchen and make these muffins for your son. Because <laughs> like, it's really important to him. So you need to just give this to him. So I was like, okay, fine. And marched my butt <laughs> kitchen to make him muffins. <laughs> and all they are is he's got a peanut butter allergy. So they're almond butter, um, oatmeal muffins, but I put M&Ms in them. 
And then we do frost them with a cream cheese frosting. So they look like breakfast cupcakes more than they even do muffins. And so that's why they get so excited about them. So it's they the little um, things. <laughs> yeah. Sounds amazing. Um, we've kind of like our back to homeschool has evolved, I would say, because we've been yes. homeschooling for 10 years. So like when we started homeschooling, so maybe some people can relate to this. Um, like I always say, I was a hot mess express when we started homeschooling. Like I tried to do all the things and we were going to like cram it all in and we were going to go over everything and we were going to establish our schedule and all that stuff. And I learned to let that go. Um, so at <laughs> first, like we really didn't do anything fun. I'm going to be completely like hundred percent transparent. Like it was not fun at all. It was miserable. And it was not, a, it was not a good first day. It really wasn't. And it wasn't how I wanted to start our homeschool. So I really had to like step back. Like, why are we doing this? Like, why are we starting this homeschool journey? Because I had two kids that were in public school. I saw that not for us. And so I'm like, okay, why are we doing this? Like, I don't have to make it miserable. I can make it the way we want it and what works for us. So, and, and I also talked with my mom who is a retired kindergarten teacher, like full day. And like, so she always has so many fun ideas. And I always wish that I could have been her student when I was in school because like, she made it so much fun the first day, but like they were even kind of learning and getting into it. And so I just kind of like picked her brain and added what we could into our homeschool experience. And yeah, it just kind of evolved because now my boys are older. So, you know, um, yeah, so it, it's just been fun. So we do, we do like a breakfast thing, um, but we kind of just like throw together what we have. I don't, I don't have like a, a special muffin, but I'm going to steal that one from you because <laughs> that sounds so good. Um, and yeah, we just like really ease into it. We just use that breakfast time to talk about our upcoming year and what we're looking forward to and all that good stuff. So um, yeah, that's how we start off that first day. Um, now do you do like, a, um, like just do it in a first day type thing, or do you extend it like over a week? I know different homeschoolers do it in different ways. Yeah. So we do typically have like a back to homeschool day, um, where we kind of do the same thing that it's in for us, it normally is math that kind of dictates where our new homeschool starts. So they are wrapping up their last, um, couple math lessons and that's, where our like official first day is going to lie is when they have their mm -hmm. new math yeah. um, because everything else we do so much more naturally. So they're going to just continue going with science and history. Um, and even with language arts, we're kind of like in between grades with language arts. Um, and so we definitely have like our back to homeschool day, but if, especially if we take a break before going back to school, even if it's just a week or two, that we still just try to ease back into it, that we only do a couple of things on the first day, maybe a little bit more the second day and just ease our way. And then that second week is really where we are back to like our regular schedule for the most part. Mm -hmm. So it's very like, we just did this because over the summer we did take about three and a half weeks off between summer camp and 4th of July and family visiting. And so we very much followed that pattern of there was no celebration, but there was, okay, we're going to do just a little bit on Monday 
and a little bit more. And then by that second week, they were completely like mentally prepared to be back in the full swing of things. So it makes for such a simpler time because it helps me mentally get back into it. Cause I think that's something that we ignore a lot is us mm-hmm. and that takes a lot of mental energy for us oh. as moms to get back into it as well, because we can get so cut up in the, like, this has to get done and this has to get done and this has to get done. And if it doesn't, we're already behind. We're only a week in and it's just oh like, gosh, yes. hold your horses, you know? Yes. So yeah. So it gives me time to kind of reorganize my brain from like the schedule that we had had during those couple weeks off. And it helps them, of course, because they aren't used to having to like focus like that when they take that time off. So it really helps easing into it for sure. That's how we do it too. We have, that's why I asked, because we do it at first, I should just do it all in one day, but we take about a week and it's like an incremental, you know, like, okay, we'll do math. And like, and we might, what we do that first day is we usually do look at the new curriculum or resources overall that we'll be using that year. And then um, maybe talk about like, okay, well, we're doing math today. What out of all of this, do you think you'd like to add to that tomorrow type thing? So that gets them excited Mm -hmm. and looking forward to it. Um, And then we just build on that throughout the week. And yeah, it helps me because like, I have this thing too, where like, I have to build in um, buffer time, like, like putting a little bit extra because I have a tendency to think, oh, okay, well, this will take about, you know, 15 minutes where, you know, if we get talking about it and like really digging in, it could be an hour, hour and a half. Yeah. And if I don't build in that extra time, that stresses me out because, <laughs> you know, like as a homeschool mom, like, as you know, as we all know, you got like dinner and laundry and all that other stuff to do too. So then I start stressing. So I do try to do that and then just like ease your way back into it. Um, that has helped so much <laughs> with our back down school. Yeah. And I've been having to really adjust my mindset that school can happen at any time because we have gotten into this, especially because last year we went nowhere. So we Mm -hmm. just schooled our faces off because what else do we have to do? (laughs) So we were a little bit more structured and we were starting in the morning and getting done like right after lunch. And it was the same type of schedule and structure every single day. And now that we are doing things again, that I'm working more because my business has grown over the past year and we are back in classes and this and that and the other, but it's like, so right now, like, okay, you need to stop where you are in language arts. Mom has a meeting after mom's done with the meeting, we are going to go on with our day and you can finish your language arts. We still have science to do this afternoon. Like mm-hmm. no big deal. You know what I mean? And yes. so that even if we have to pick something up even later that evening, that that's okay. Because mm-hmm. that meant we did something fun earlier in the day. Maybe we went and hung out with friends and that's okay that we're doing whatever science experiment in the evening time, you know? And so yeah. I think that at the beginning of the school year, especially that we start to like structure ourselves and box ourselves in where I've had to really remind myself like, no, no, it's okay to do science in the evening, you know, and to have our days be kind of all over the place because that's the beauty of homeschooling. I agree. And I think it does start with us as a mom, like in our mindset 
And if we can stay relaxed and flexible, it helps so much. Now, like I have, and this kind of goes back to like last week's conversation with the um, schedules and routines and all, but like I have at least two boys. So I have five boys and at least two of the boys um, very much prefer that structure and they like to know what's going to happen and when. So what I try to do or what we do is each morning, we do like a morning time thing. I go over what's going on that day. And I even do that with our back to homeschool time. Pretty much do that in our life. But like, okay, this is what's going to happen today. This is the plans. Sometimes, you know, life throws you lemons. You got to like kind of pivot. But doing that for them helps with that like need for a structure and to know what's going on. It also helps me kind of like, yeah, realistic and okay, blocking out what's going to happen. So I just wanted to throw that in there because like, just in case anybody else has kids like I do, like I tend to be very flexible, (laughs) whereas I have two boys that have a little bit, you know, they're working on that. (laughs) So, um, and when you don't have a structured mom, it can be a little hard. So um, anyways. I have the same thing that my oldest, he's like, what are we doing tomorrow? And I'm like, I need to get through today, but (laughs) I don't know, you know, like he likes to know what is going to happen. And so he knows that like, okay, so today we're going to work on these subjects and tonight you have this activity and, but I've had to start moving into the, we will get these done whenever we can today, you know, Mm -hmm. and just kind Mm -hmm. of going if you started early on math and you're done early with math, yes, you can move on. We're going to be done sooner. But if it takes longer, these are still what we're going to do today. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yes. That it's okay. It's just, this is what is happening today at some point. And so right. he, it has, it's been like an adjustment for him to really go like, okay, it's not happening by this time. I don't have to freak out that it's not happening by this time. It's yes. still happening. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I think just planning for that in your year, you know, Mm -hmm. so, and having, I liked how last week you talked about your checklist and having that checklist is so helpful because it gives them that structure, Mm -hmm. but it helps ease all of you in, but everyone knows their expectations. So you're not throwing too much out there and not making it to where you have too many expectations on yourself as well or on them. Yes, so. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think like also, because I know there's a lot of homeschoolers that are new to this thing, like yeah. they might've had kids in public school or their only experience was with public school. And so you might be used to having like math time, like 42 minutes of math time, and then that's it. Well, with homeschool, like you just said, if, if it takes 15 minutes, it takes 15 minutes you can move on to the next thing. Like you don't have to sit there with busy work, I guess, unless you want to, um, for 42 minutes, like, right. you know, or if it takes an hour, it takes an hour. Like that's just what it is. So, yeah. um, I think just knowing that, cause I, I didn't know that going into homeschooling, like I thought, Oh, you have to do it a certain amount of time. You know, this subject takes this long and no, not necessarily. So yeah, <laughs> anyways, yeah, I just think like, like for back to homeschool time, I think it's good. Like if you can get yourself in that mindset of it and talking mm-hmm. with your kids about that and just laying that groundwork for your whole year, it really, yeah. helps, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I know last year 
I had made kind of a schedule for what subjects they're doing what days and had that on just a rough draft of Monday, it's my hope to do this, Tuesday, it's my hope to do this. But I even factored in like the looping too, to where I was mm -hmm. like this, like for, especially for like Wednesday, Thursday, it was like this on loop, you know what I mean? Like in case it doesn't get done these days, the, this is where it can fit in on these days. And I did that at the beginning of our school year and I had it hanging in our school cabinet so they could easily open it up and see what they needed to do that day in case I was sleeping in with the baby or something was going on that morning that they could just open it up and see and grab mm -hmm. the stuff they could work on independently. Cause sometimes like our morning time doesn't happen in the morning. And that we have to wait until after lunch because the little ones just have things going on. So they can do their independent stuff first and then we can go back and do our like group work stuff together, but mm -hmm. they have that expectation for them. And that's probably one of the best things that I did at the beginning of that school year was having that laid out for them. And I really should make a new one because now our schedule has changed. So that one is no longer good for us anymore. So mm -hmm. I really, when we get back from our big trip, I need to make a new one that says, okay, because now we're going to have all day classes one day a week, sort of like a co-op, but we're paying teachers to do it. Like, so I don't have to do anything, which is fantastic. <laughs> I just, I have to be there. Like, it's not a drop and go thing. I have to be there, but I don't have to teach, which is awesome because yeah, yeah. much for my brain to think about sometimes. So but it's all day that day. And so I have to factor that into the rest of our week now of going, okay, so this whole day is blocked off for classes. So now we have to do this stuff in these four days instead. And so how that's going to work and be flexible. So we just need a whole new one of those sheets yeah. so that my can see what is probably going to get done on those different days. But now I don't have to teach science at home anymore. So there you go. <laughs> And that's why like science there. So it makes it easy to get just one thing off my list. And these were classes they did a few years ago and they were fantastic. So we're really excited to get back into it. Um, and it's our old group of friends and all of that because we've moved around a little bit, bounced around to, between a couple different towns. So to be able to go back to this is really great for them. Um, to be with their old friends and everything. So yeah, absolutely. I was just gonna say <laughs> yeah, that's why we have our checklist because then yeah. they know, okay. And then this week, what they need to get done and it helps them with their independent, because I really only put independent work on their stuff because right. yeah, <laughs> otherwise it just gets to me. <laughs> yeah. um, so I thought it would be fun to talk about some fun things that you can do with your yeah. school time that week or whenever. Um, a few of the things that we've done over the years um, is we've had a poetry tea time. We're big on poetry tea time. Absolutely love that. And it could have a back to homeschool theme or not. Like we often have, because I have all boys, so it could even evolve in just like sports or insects or whatever, but just something fun. Yeah. You know, we're just sitting around and chit-chatting. Um, we've done a picnic in our own yard or we've gone somewhere. Um, gone to the park because sometimes yeah. not not right now in our area but sometimes when we start back to school public school is back in session and so we have the whole park to ourselves and yes. like we we will add that in once school's back in session yes here. i know so. that's what we're waiting for here too so we are part of a park day group where we meet every single week at the park 
um, that we don't include any formal classes. Like it's a very laid back. We are a park day group. We meet at the park. Um, and it's surprising how much people want that. Um, because there was not one here. So a friend of mine kind of invented it, um, because it's somewhere we had done when we were all stationed in a different state together. And so we kind of brought that to this area. Um, and now we have like a bajillion members because no one else here does that. Everyone's very into co-ops and everything. And so we have this booming park day group, which is fantastic. So we do always, once everyone's back into school, usually in September, we do a back to homeschool park day. And we see probably like the most attendance that one, because everyone's so excited to be meeting back up again. And we do try to meet in the summer a little bit, but with vacations and the heat, we're in North Carolina, so the heat here is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Um, so we usually, even in September, it can be a little bit unbearable. We try to meet closer to the beach so that we can get a little bit of a breeze. Um, so that back to homeschool meetup at the park is fantastic. And that's a big thing here for back to school that they do their schoolwork in the morning. And then the afternoon they head to the beach and they, a lot of my friends do back to homeschool beach days, or they just don't even do it it at all. And it is simply just a celebration that day of we're promoting, you're in this next grade. Let's go to the beach. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I love that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, so it's very fun um, to have the opportunity to be by the ocean and to do all of that. I'm, we only have a few months left living by the ocean and we went from living by the Pacific ocean for five years. And now here at the Atlantic ocean for, I think it'll be four, almost five years. Um, by the time that we're done living here. So we're like, we've been by the ocean for so long. Like we need to (laughs) enjoy it while we still have it. You know what I mean? Because we won't be here past next spring. We probably won't live by the ocean ever again. I mean, who knows, but God, right. But (laughs) we're not planning on living by the ocean ever again. So I'm like, we need some beach days, kiddos, you know, Mm -hmm. so that might have to be part of our back to homeschool as well. There's so much learning that happens there. So that's so much learning that happens there. We had the opportunity to live on the beach in our RV for about three months. And it was phenomenal because we got to see the shells and the shark teeth and stuff that washed up before anyone else walked the beach. Um, And we could just step outside our RV and walk across the road and we were right there. So it was amazing, the learning and everything because we were researching the different shells and the different sea life. And yeah, it was phenomenal. So yeah. definitely memories we were always cherish because who gets to just live at the beach? Not very well, exactly. Many- <laughs> yeah. And then like, you know, that was my last idea was that if you can't get out and about for whatever reason or travel, um, you could go on a, a local field trip or yes. do a virtual, a virtual field trip which can be a lot of fun too. It's, it might not yes. be exactly the same, but you can visit a museum. You can go to um, mm-hmm. a zoo. We go to, we do the um, Cincinnati zoo virtual yes. field trips all the time. <laughs> and I love that. Yes. Last year we fell in love with them. And so I'm from Ohio and I've never been to the Cincinnati zoo. We oh, okay. um, have memberships to the Columbus zoo, um, but I've never been to the Cincinnati zoo. So it's kind of now on my list of things to visit in Ohio um yeah. to see Fiona the hippo Fiona she's like the star <laughs> exactly she so that's just another idea like so if you're going along with your day and you just maybe 
you know, you started with the easing in with the breakfast, looking at the curriculum and you're like, yeah, I want to do a little bit more. Like a virtual field trip can be so much fun. It can. It's amazing. And we even do a lot of like virtual read alouds and stuff like that. We're going to do the one this afternoon because I haven't had time to get back to the library. And there's a book I want to read for science. So we're just going to go on YouTube and watch a read aloud of it before we do our science experiment. So you can do fun stuff like that, just adding in like, oh no, I can't find this book or whatever. Most of them are on YouTube. You can probably find yes. them. There's only literally only been like one or two books I've not been able to find on there as a read aloud. So and I feel like that's like a homeschool mom hack because yes. when you when you have a baby, little ones, or you have other stuff that you need to do, yeah, use outsource with stuff like that. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Well, last year libraries were closed, you know? And so yeah. I have people coming to me using rabbit trails and they're like, I can't get this book. And I think all but one out of my first volume was on YouTube. So they were able to do all of them by watching YouTube videos of it. Oh, it was awesome. pretty phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. So we do, we do our research that way as well. When we're looking at books <laughs> to see if we want to include them or not, well, yeah. I, we don't want to buy all these books and then not use them. So we do our research on YouTube. So definite homeschool mom hack is yeah. almost everything is on YouTube. My husband just learned how to weld last weekend by going. <laughs> it's it's so- true. It's very <laughs> true. <laughs> I, it's always on YouTube. Or it's on YouTube, guys. Figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been awesome talking about back to homeschool stuff. And we have some resources on our blogs yes. um, about this. You have some back to homeschool ideas. I have back to homeschool ideas. I have a, um, a free pack of five days of homeschool, back to homeschool fun. Oh, that's uh, awesome. So you can get that too. We'll have the link in... The description. Yes, all the descriptions everywhere. And mine includes um, some printables for your back to homeschool party that you can use for like decorations and stuff like that as well. So yeah, super fun. And I have some games. Um, So yeah, you can just like check out those links and make it like a back to homeschool extravaganza. (laughs) Absolutely. Oh my goodness. So, So, um, so what is coming up next week? We are talking about sanity savers for mom and self-care and encouragement and all of the things to take care of you during this time, because that is such a big thing is mentally preparing yourself, right? Like we're getting all of this curriculum ready. We're doing all these things to get our kids ready. How do we take care of ourselves as homeschool moms? Because that can be some of the hardest struggles is you as a mom that you don't have the break that other moms have when their kids go off to school and you have to do life differently homeschooling. So how do you take care of yourself during all of this? So that is going to be a lot of fun to talk about because I have some stories. <laughs> oh yeah. I feel like we could do like a three-part series. <laughs> Maybe we'll just oh, revisit that. I need to write down so I don't forget exactly like now that I'm, my mind's going, what do I want to talk about? I need to put bullet yeah. points down now so I don't forget. <laughs> Maybe we'll do one now and like around the holidays because that's yes. another time for homeschool moms. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. you know? Mark that down on your calendars. Okay. January, second week of January. <laughs> We'll talk Uh about that again. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Awesome. So 
you guys can find us here on our Facebook page where we go live every single week. We have our podcast officially up. Um, it's available on Spotify and we're up on Apple podcasts or not yet. Not yet. Still getting the verification okay, wrong. So Google podcast, Google podcast breaker. Don't know that one. And another <laughs> podcast service that I'm not familiar with, but Spotify and Google podcasts are available right now. So and YouTube, right? Yes. And our YouTube page is up. So you guys can go over <laughs> and subscribe to us on YouTube and um, everywhere. <laughs> podcast hosted through having a brain fart. What's that? Who is the podcast hosted through? Anchor. Anchor. So if you guys follow us on Anchor and follow us mm -hmm. on YouTube, that way we can get, you know, all the things you get when you have enough followers. Like, our custom URL on YouTube and stuff like that. Right. So, and um, that then you get updates. So much. I'm sorry. I was talking over you. That was so rude. Um, and you get updates for when we go live or like when something's yes. live, not when we yes. go live, but when the podcast is live, there we go. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So make sure, um, to subscribe all of the places like our Facebook page, all of that fun stuff. Um, because we are everywhere now, which is super exciting. So <laughs> all right guys thank you so much for joining us we will see you again next week on monday at 1 p.m eastern yeah all right guys thank you